All right, you guys, you are in for a treat today. I have a very special guest to talk about the thing that we usually find not so fun, which is our finances. But I promise you this episode is jam-packed with amazing stuff that you're gonna actually understand and be able to start doing today. So I'm excited to have my friend Christine on to talk about making sense of your sense. We're gonna talk bookkeeping, we're gonna talk accounting, but don't freak out, don't tune out. You're actually gonna walk away less stressed, I promise you. So stay tuned, but first, let's hear the intro. I overthink, I overshare, and I overanalyze. So come explore with me as I chat about business, life, and relationships all through the lens of an anxious creative. Welcome back to the Anxious Creative Podcast. I'm so excited to be here with Christine Miguel. She is an amazing lady. You guys are going to have so much fun listening in or watching wherever you're tuning in. Um, But Christine, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, like you said, I'm Christine Miguel, and I am an accountant. So, officially, if you must know my technical background stuff, um, I have a Bachelor of Commerce um, from University of Calgary, and then I did my CPA, um, which back then was a CA, and so, anyway, that's what another does that topic. Mean? <laughs> Do you want to know? No. So, CA is um, our chartered accountants, and then there were three different, like, I guess like oh, yeah, they types, melded it all together. Yeah, types of accountants and then they just merged it. I think like I don't even remember one. Like, Is that a Canadian thing or... that happened or an international? Uh, no, Canadian thing. Yeah. So okay. only actually only Canada probably had the three different types of accountants and then they were like, What the heck are we doing? Let's just merge everybody so it's the same. So we are all now CPAs, so that's that. Yeah, so, I remember <laughs> hearing because my brother and sister in law um are accountants and yeah. they, I don't know if it was them telling me, but somebody who had gone through and gotten their CA was kinda like bummed. Yeah. When they merged everything yeah. together. Yeah. But it's still good. You have a lot behind you. You also yeah. teach Yes a lot. So, so I taught um in university like University of Lethbridge, so post secondary level. Um, I taught accounting, which like sounds super boring, but I make it really fun. So, and my students, like, I think they had a blast maybe. Yeah. (laughs) I think like when people hear accounting and bookkeeping right away, and I don't want you guys to do this is they like to, especially us like anxious, creative types. We like to glaze over over, and we start to get a little bit sweaty being like, Oh no, like I'm not going to understand this. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel when people talk about like creative things and I'm like, just blend in the background like I don't know I don't know and that's why I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today because I came to a class of yours and it was the first time that I listened to an accountant that it actually made sense and I didn't feel like I was leaving more confused and I know you guys totally get it too is that bookkeeping and accounting was the number one thing that stressed me out in my business it was the thing that freaked me out about even starting my own business and it's the number one thing each and every tax year that made me want to just go get a job at a retail store <laughs> and like not be an entrepreneur. So you don't have to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, I so many times I felt like I'm not cut out for this entrepreneurial thing because I can't make sense of all this. Yeah. And so yeah. you te- you teach entrepreneurs. To yes. I'll let you explain. That. Yeah, so that, that's fine. So you kind of um, touched on this. So my tagline is make sense of your sense or make your sense make sense. Um, and but you're not going to make sense. You're going to make millions. So, <laughs> right. But we start small sense. So essentially I teach, um, small business owners and entrepreneurs to get organized. And oh my I gosh. think, and I'm like such an organized person or I'd like to think. Um, and I think it's really key to just kind of, before you even think of like, oh my gosh, I have these taxes to file, these things to do. 
Um, you just have to start small and start from the very beginning and get your foundation right before you can really like do anything else. I love that you say that because inside of my program, Rock Your Business, mm -hmm. the very first module is building a strong foundation. Yes. And it's something I teach all of my students. It's like, if you don't, mm -hmm. I use houses as examples. Like yep. if you build a house with a shit foundation, <laughs> it'll look beautiful, but it'll fall apart and you'll have to rebuild it. But if you have a strong foundation, you might mm -hmm. need to do some renos, but yeah. the house stays standing. Yeah. And I guess the key there is like, you're not going to build your own house. Like you're going to ask for help. People are going to help you to build the foundation. You're not alone, which I think that's also what makes people anxious is like, who can I talk to? And there are so many great accountants out there. Yeah. There's also a few really not good so ones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But Community is yeah. so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I so think set your foundation with the proper people. Absolutely. And I know for so many years in my business, so I went out on my own in 2010 yeah. and you know, I'd, I'd avoid thinking about my finances and my money and my bookkeeping and my accounting and then tax time would come and I'd think about it and I think like, I must be the only entrepreneur that doesn't get this. <laughs> I must be the only one with this shoe box. And my, one of, part of my story is my first year in business. I thought I was rolling in the money. I was like, oh, all of a sudden I was like, yes. look at all this money coming in. Like, it's all mine. Like, why did I ever work for someone else? This is amazing. And then I got hit with a $20,000 tax bill. Yes. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. It was yeah. really nice when that came automatically off my paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's um, totally. And that is, so I just want to yeah. tell you that you are not alone in this because everybody that um, comes to me for help is in the same exact situation and I'm like and they look at me like I'm so sorry <laughs> like I failed right like I'm I, I can't believe I let it get this far and I'm like it's fine you're like the 10th person this week to tell me this so yeah and I, I think that's it's not even yeah because I've gone no to accountants deal. where I'm like is this normal and they'll be like Meh. and I'm like nah, just, uh, yeah let make me, me know. feel better make me feel normal and so going to your class that you host I know you yes. do stuff online as well but you also do in-person classes here yes. in Calgary and you guys it was my in-person is my favorite though yeah absolutely there favorite. is something really beautiful yeah. about like being right with people totally. and connecting yeah. with them yeah so I want you guys to know that you don't need to stress out if it, if it doesn't make sense to you we've got Christine to help us <laughs> Um, so, all right, let's get into a little bit of nitty gritty stuff because we've got her here. We can mm -hmm. ask her questions and we don't have to feel that this is the thing that I've always been scared to ask my accountant questions because I don't want to look dumb <laughs> and I don't want to feel stupid. And I feel like as an entrepreneur, I need to like have this look like I've got yeah. my shit together. And I really love doing my job because it's fun and I want to like, I teach like ship out the stuff that you're not good at. Um, if you guys have been in some of my webinars, I talk about like I spent six hours frustrated at trying to figure out my bookkeeping yeah. when I could have been in the salon for six hours making yep. more money. Totally. And so that's something to keep in mind. But what I did learn when I came to your class was I still need to understand it. Yeah. And for the last 10 years, you guys, no word of a lie, I like got bits and pieces of it. But coming to your class was the eye of like, yes, a good entrepreneur knows how to delegate, yeah. but they also need to understand it first. Yes. And so, oh, I'm so happy you said that because that is, um, sorry, did you have no, 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 <laughs> I like to interrupt. Uh, me but, too. Sorry, yeah, no, but essentially like you, you can ship it all out. So there's two kinds, like you can ship it out or you can do it yourself, but either way you need to understand what like your reports are spitting out. Like what is even happening yeah. so that you can make, as a business owner, the most important thing that you have to do is decision making. So if you don't understand where you're at today, 
I know you know where you want to be in the future, but like, what's the in between? Like, how are you going to make that yes. happen? Yes, and us creatives are visionary yeah. people where we see like, this is where I want to be. I have no idea the steps to get there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, even just understanding a little bit of like the background, the backbone of, of accounting and bookkeeping and your finances, you'll be way more equipped and ready to take on, like you'll know what to do today to get to where you want to be tomorrow. I love it. So what is the number one struggle of entrepreneurs that you Mm -hmm. see when it comes to bookkeeping and accounting? Oh man, this is a hard question because I feel like, like uh, there's so many things that um, people struggle with, including myself, but I think honestly it's literacy, like so financial Mm. literacy. Um, like being able to read their P&L statement. And if you guys don't know what a P&L yeah. statement is, that's okay too. I didn't yeah. either. Profit and loss. Profit and loss. So financial literacy is essentially knowing how to look at your numbers so you can make decisions. So like that's the most basic. So without financial literacy, like you wouldn't even know where, what to do. And what ends up happening is because you're like, let's say you're looking at this financial, like P&L, your statements, and you're like, I have no idea what this is yeah. telling me. It's like reading a completely different language. Yeah. So you're like, I'm just going to leave this. And that leads eventually to procrastination. And that's how <laughs> your anxiety, like because you keep procrastinating because you don't understand. Yeah. That's what ends up happening. And so I know the question is, what's the number one struggle? But it's essentially financial literacy in order for you to get unstuck so you don't procrastinate. Yeah, and I talk a lot about the anxious procrastination yeah. where, like, you actually use up the same amount. I've read somewhere, and I don't have the actual mm. stats, but by procrastinating something, you actually use up the same amount of energy it would take to do it. To do it, yeah. And yeah. I'll, like, sit and stress and be anxious, even if something's fun and exciting, but I know I have to, like, work to yeah. do it. Yeah. I'll avoid it, and then I'll be exhausted by it. And then when I go do it, I'm like, that took me... I actually posted on Instagram not too long ago, like, stop wasting your hours on, on thinking about the stuff that'll take you minutes. It's so true. And, and it, you've heard of that, like that saying where if it takes you less than one minute, just do it. So mm-hmm. it's almost like a habit that you're forming. So it's like, if it takes you one minute to put your coat in the hanger, then just do it. Don't put it on the chair. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. So it's almost like... She knows us. <laughs> it's because <laughs> I struggle with this myself. It's like, I finish eating. I leave the plate there because I'm like, I'm just going to fix like I'll put it away later but then it's like no it takes literally 20 seconds to put it in the dishwasher my husband I'm talking to you and <laughs> to, 20 seconds to put it in the dishwasher then it's done and then you don't yeah come back to it later and waste even more energy to be like oh no it piles up right and so, so I know I know I'm not the only one and I know like a lot of the anxious creatives out there struggle with this too is that we struggle to we like challenges and so if it if it's something that doesn't seem challenging and it's menial, we're like, meh, yeah. we don't want to do it. But that's so good. And you yeah. know what? One year, I'm not a, a person who does Lent or anything, yeah. but whenever when everyone was like, I'm giving up this for Lent, one year I decided, I think it was 2012, I gave up laziness. Oh, that's smart. And that's so I told myself yeah. when I came home from work, I wasn't allowed to sit down before I did the things I needed to do. Yes. Because as soon as I sit down... I'm toast. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like throwing my jacket over the couch, it doesn't take that much more effort. And I know we're going off of bookkeeping. I know, yeah, but it's so true. Like putting your receipts in at the end of every day, it might take you 10 minutes. But then at tax season, you're not sitting at your kitchen table for three days sorting through, trying to see the faded date on these receipts. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Right? And again, like taking the 10 minutes at the end of the week or whatever to empty out your wallet 
and take care of your receipts will save you money in the long run because not only are you sitting there at year end kind of like looking through these faded receipts for five hours you're also gonna have to pay or you you'll be like by that point you're so overwhelmed you're gonna you're willing to pay somebody thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. to scan through your receipts when you could have done it for 10 minutes per week for free yeah and be done with it totally <laughs> easier said than done, done and I want you guys to know like I know you're probably like yes this is so good yeah. I should do that but I'm already in a bad habit yeah. and so I want you guys to know it takes time to save time and so you yes. might have to carve out some time and like attending a class where there's built-in time to work on these things yes. and there's accountability I know that's huge. I'll like put it in my diary or something, but if I don't mm -hmm. have to like be somewhere and someone's watching me. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so finding community and connection with people that are going to help support you is yeah. huge. It's right? huge. So just like a quick background on what she's talking about, like for my class. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, that's okay. So let us, let me tell you about it. So, um, I actually got inspired to have the, to bring this class to Calgary by someone from Toronto. Her name is Lisa Zamparo. She's an amazing, amazing lady, but she, she had this idea. So I can't, really like get full credit so essentially you come to my class I teach you the basics and then after the presentation we sit down for three hours or two hours to actually get shit done and I will watch okay. you <laughs> and I mean it's it's not because like it, it kind of sounds weird and you're like why are we wasting three hours of our day and that's because I guarantee you will not do it yeah without someone there and you will get stuck along the way but by, by coming to the class and actually sitting down, having an expert by your side, kind of go through, get you unstuck, you will, oh, your productivity will skyrocket. Huge. Because once again, I know my students and I, and I know you guys watching are the kind of people that are addicted to learning. Like, I love learning new things. <laughs> yeah. I really suck at implementing them. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So I love, like, going to a class and, like, learning something new, and I'm like, Yes, yes, let's do this. Oh my goodness. Oh yes, like oh. Yeah. And then if I don't, if that like that built-in implementation time is yes. so amazing. Yeah, and because it forces you to actually apply what you've learned. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you and don't apply so what you learned, it's useless. Yeah, it's 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 kind of sadly it's useless, and you'll just forget like mm -hmm. what it is. So having that built-in implementation time, like really will just like catapult you <laughs> to your productivity totally. later because you can actually practice a few things with like kind of troubleshooting built in. Yeah. And then also the best part that I think, like I also offer accountability sessions after because Love if it. people, uh, let's say you were in a really bad place and you had so many receipts and that's all you got to do during the working session is organizing the receipts. Ch chances are when you go home, that's all you would have done and you won't do anything else. Right. So after a couple weeks later, I usually offer an accountability um, session to check up, check up on where you've been, yeah. your, where you're at and like how, like your progress basically. Right. Yeah. Now I, I've got a few more questions I want to ask you, but yeah. I know there's already a lot of people wondering, like I don't live in Calgary, yes. but you're my person already because they relate to you yeah. and they're like, she's already making sense. What do you have stuff? I know you're coming out with some things yes. really soon. Um, like you're going to be having stuff that people outside of the city can kind of find that yeah. accountability and stuff with. Yes. Yeah, so I'm actually my signature course, which is bookkeeping bootcamp. I'm trying to, well, I'm not trying to, I will. <laughs> I'm going to have that online very soon. So it's basically just like, just like the in-person course, but without like the lunch and without 
Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I was going to say without the dance party, but we can still have yeah. dance Oh, party. I have online dance yeah. parties oh, all the time. Amazing, right? So why good. not? Why Maybe not? we should have one right now. I think There's should. no music. Yeah. I guess anybody who's <laughs> listening. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. We're, we're you doing guys are going to have to go over to YouTube and see our sweet, sweet dance moves. So essentially, this signature course will be online, hopefully in the next... Actually, anyway, yeah. it'll be online. A couple months from now. A couple months from now. And I will. I, then you get a chance to experience it, um, you know, online. So. Yeah. So basically what we're saying is, you guys, at the end of this episode, I'm going to have all of Christine's um, info for you can go find her on social media, on her website and everything yes. like that. You want to go follow her and connect with her right away because she's like our savior. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. So, thank you so much. Like that means a lot. Honestly. Yeah. Cause, well, cause yeah. I know there's so many, like there is a lot of a Cal- Calgary people that tune in, but so many people beyond Calgary that you're yeah. going to be able to help, which exactly. is going to be amazing. Yeah. And um, the best part is bookkeeping and accounting is universal. Like yeah. tax, tax laws in different countries and whatnot are not, are not really like universal, but still you can apply the same concept across the board. Amazing. Yeah. And that's so helpful because I know creatives that that's like our our number one thing and it's the podcast podcast wow yeah, <laughs> it's called the anxious creative <laughs> like this stuff makes us really anxious mm-hmm. and they say anxiety is based in thinking about the future too much and i know when it comes to my finances i that's probably the number one thing i stress about in my business is thinking like okay this month's good but what about next month oh i know and this and knowing to be able to see your finances and the way you communicated it and educated it which is like it was a huge aha. Even yeah. though I thought I had a good handle on understanding my finances, yeah. it was amazing. Oh, thank you. So, can I keep you? I'll yeah. just take you. I'll take her with me every day and be like, "Can you tell me how? Please, yeah. I'm feeling down." And tell then you'll me just look at my P and L and be like, "It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. okay. We we help each other." Yeah. Um, so okay. that brings me to my next question: What's the difference between a bookkeeper and an accountant? Because I we a lot of the times just kind of lump them together. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about the difference. Yeah. So, very good question, um, because most people think bookkeepers are accountants and vice versa, but bookkeepers are the people who do your data entry and keep your your accounting system organized and up-to-date. Accountants are the people who help fix errors within the accounting system. So, for example... Um, I'm like, I'm already lost. It's like, what? <laughs> okay, but anyway, accountants That's are okay. more of your high-level people who... So the bookkeeper helps you prepare the financials and then the accountant comes in, reviews the financials and says, well, this doesn't look right. Can you look into this particular transaction? Can you look into this, this particular month? And then she will, she or he will advise on what adjustments or fixes you need to make in order to make it, you know, like make sense. Yeah. Like, is there a lot of, can accountants like kind of not move things around, but yeah, Bookkeepers kind of, like to not break the rules. No, 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 not break the rules, but essentially like make use it, the rules in your favor. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, you're really a bookkeeper. I an accountant. <laughs> you can be an accountant now. Yeah. What am I doing here? Yeah. So bookkeepers are essentially like your your people on the ground, like doing the work, and then accountants are the ones advising. So they're your advice advisors on how to either minimize tax or maximize profit. So they can see things like okay, like I, I know that your bookkeeper did this and now we got to make decisions. And so like maybe you should increase your pricing or decrease your pricing or 
stop spending so much money. So those are the things that your accountant... But it's so much fun to spend money. I know. Yeah, like seriously, accountants... It's a write-off. That's the thing we should talk about. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Totally. That's okay. That's okay. But essentially, like your accountants are the ones helping you make these decisions. Right. Right. And so... Okay, my brain's going 10 different places because I'm a creative person. That's okay. But I hear, like, I don't even know if a lot of business owners understand what a write-off is because you hear people, even when, like, I was talking to my bank one day and they were talking about all these fees and they're like, don't worry, it's a write-off. And I was like, clever. And it seems, like, nice, like, as if, like, it's free money, but it's not. It's just, tell like, I know there's going to be some entrepreneurs watching right now because I didn't understand what a write-off was. I just thought, oh, I can write this off. This somehow works in my favor. So I used, knowing that things were, I was buying things for my business, that they were a write-off. I used that as an excuse to... um, To just keep buying. Yeah, exactly. To go, like, I'd be at... As a hairstylist, I'd be at the distributors. I'd be like, ooh, a new pretty brush. Ooh, fun new color to try. Like, it's a write-off. Or, like, we talked about business at lunch. It's a write-off. Yeah. So... I want you, to, if you can, yeah, expand on that. Yeah. What is a write-off? What do people need to Perfect. be careful about? About just like it's a write-off. It's a yeah. you get a write-off. You, you get, get a write-off. Everyone gets a write-off. <laughs> a write-off. Yeah. No, essentially. So this is such a good question. Write-offs, expenses, um, claims are all kind of like when when people talk about those terms, they're all talking about the same thing. So a write-off means you can write it off against your income, which means it's an expense. Right. So um, let's talk first about the expense part. So when you have write offs, that means you're lowering your net income, which means a lower tax payable. Like so you're, right. you're so paying if your business less taxes. makes a hundred dollars yes. and you write off a lunch that's twenty dollars, yes. your business is is only taxed at the 80. 80 is only paying tax on the 80. 80 exactly so if you did not have that write-off then you pay taxes on the hundred but because you have the twenty dollar write-off you now pay taxes on the lower amount which is 80 right, right. so write-offs are great to save taxes right but, but it doesn't mean you make the money back but 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 yeah. so if sure you know you know that I'm, not, I'm getting <laughs> like very very excited so you know that um you know that saying, like, it's 100% off if you don't buy it? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, Black Friday sale, 50% off. But it's, like, it's 100% off if you don't purchase anything. Yeah, like, you don't, like, the couponers. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I'm saving $20, but you, like, actually, you're still spending money. Like Yeah, exactly. So think of it as you're still spending the $20 in order to save potentially up to 30% of tax. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right? So you've say, you spend 20 um, to save 30% on that, right? Whereas if you don't spend it at all, you get $20 in your pocket and you don't have to, like $20 in full. Although you have to pay 30% of taxes, it's you still, still get to choose what choose, you spend. Exactly, choose what you spend. And essentially like, ca- so now I'm going to go from the expense side to the cash flow side. So spending the $20, you have no more $20. Cash flow, zero. Don't spend the $20. You have positive cash flow. $20 yeah. cash flow. So what sh- what do you prefer? Having cash or having the tax benefit? Right? So Oh my goodness, that makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's nice because there's sometimes as an entrepreneur there's some things that you could use uh, that you need personally but also your business needs. So it's great exactly. to have that as a write-off that you save on taxes. Exactly. But the misconception is people think having a write-off is somehow it's money you get back or something, and it's really not. It just means it's you not. save a little bit. And you have to be careful. Some accountants will say you can write things off that you can't write off. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yes. This is a different podcast. Yeah. Different we'll topic for another day. But yes, be careful. Um, so I know that there's a lot of people that are like, you know what? I don't like, I know for myself, I was like, I don't want the headache. I just want to hire it out. Yeah. What, but I think the really important thing is to connect with Christine and learn. You need to learn it and understand it first. It doesn't mean that you have to do it yeah. forever. But it's really important to learn and understand because there aren't, you know, not everyone is the most integral person, Mm -hmm. right? And there's not going to be people that do it the right way or there's going to be people that cut corners. And it depends on how comfortable you are with things, I guess. Um, But I think bookkeeping and accounting is one of those things that you should just go buy the book. (laughs) Yeah, right? Pretty much. Um, I'm also a creative accountant, so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But... So really, really, like, you need to learn it, connect with her. But for those that are watching that are like, okay, I'm going to learn it, but I already know that I'm going to hire it out. Yeah, and that's totally fine. What should they look for when trying to find? Because I know, so me as a hairstylist, um, I always say, like, I want my clients to research me because I don't do every kind of hair. Someone who wants a perm or someone who wants a bleach out or things like that, like, I'm not their person. But I know when you're outside of an industry, you often think, oh, like, all hairstylists can do all types of hair. Or all bookkeepers will know, like, I'll just find one. And I've learned the hard way with different industries, learning, like, oh, no, they're not all the same, and I need to do my research, but I have no idea where to begin. Where to begin. Yeah, so um, normally, so whenever I meet with somebody, they usually have, like, they come up with a problem, right? Like, I'm overwhelmed, I don't know what to do. I just want to hire out my ta- my whatever, yeah. bookkeeping taxes. I'm stressed, sweating. I'm stressed, yeah. So, <laughs> but essentially, like, if you're the type of business owner who just wants to dump everything on somebody, then look for, like, an accounting firm or a CPA, um, and they'll do everything for, for you. So full service, right, from start to finish. However, if you, and I highly recommend this, if you're the type of person who wants to first learn about it, then get in touch with people like me, although I don't know if there's anyone else like me, but <laughs> just right? get in touch with her. You yeah. have to. So essentially, if I highly recommend you do get some education. So get that financial literacy out of the way by talking to an accountant who focuses a lot on educating their client and not just problem solving. So there's accountants who like to educate rather than fix errors. So I'm the type of accountant who likes to get it right the first time, even though it may not be very realistic, but we try to learn how to do it properly the first time so that we don't spend a lot of time fixing errors at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So I'll, most accountants, like 90% of accountants, focus on the, let me fix your errors and get this filing done, right? right. Whereas there's some accountants who try, who, who will educate you first and won't treat you like just like another number in their client list. Right. Um, in order to get you, you know, set you up for success for many years to come and you don't make the same mistakes every year, every year. Um, So to get to your question, like what to look for, um, someone that you can really jive with. So that's very important. Like this lady right here. (laughs) Because honestly, I've heard so many horror stories about um, people just, what do you call it outsourcing it out yeah and but they have no idea what's going on or they didn't get nothing out of it except for the compliance part which is compliance is just tax filings right so um like look for somebody that you can talk to and won't treat you like just like another number on their client list um and actually talks to you on a monthly basis because Mm. most accountants to be honest like they have so many clients and it's it's kind of like a really well-oiled machine where they 
it's an assembly line of just getting shit done yeah and they don't have time to talk to you or right. they'll charge you like a million dollars to talk for five minutes but if he if you're looking for like almost like a coach, look for someone who will talk to you more often. Yeah, know your goals because I actually went to accountant yeah. once and he's like, Don, why would you want to grow your business? You're doing really well. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, why would I want to grow my business? And yeah. I, I just remember like, he's like, you're doing great, um, better than most hairstylists I know. And I was like, well, that's great to yeah. hear. However, like I have bigger goals and dreams. And like that was the end of that relationship because if he's going to put a cap on where he thinks my I business see. should be... Yeah. I was like, I want someone to hear my goals yeah. and then be like, okay, how can we work? I'm not that they're going to be the ones like making no, a exactly. plan for me. Exactly. But, but I, you, you need to talk to an accountant who is interested on your long-term game. Yeah. So like what, like, so currently, like if you're in a loss position, if you're struggling with cash flow, someone who can help you get out of that, first of all, mm -hmm. and then grow with you as you grow your business. Right. So, it. um, so not just like don't just hire somebody to do tax prep, tax preparation. I mean, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm like it's an hard acronym to, lady. Yeah, but yeah. So someone who just does does tax preparation, who will talk to you once a year, like that's probably not your person, unless you want it to be your person. Um, but yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, this has been so informative. I know I've like every time I talk to you, I learn so much, which is amazing. amazing. And you actually make sense. Sense. I'm probably getting that tagline that's wrong. Okay, that's okay. Um, but for those people, I know everyone's like, where are you at? How do I connect yeah. with you? How do I stay in touch? Where can they find you? Awesome. So you can find me at home. Well, <laughs> with, our Starbucks. So, with my Starbucks. So I'm um, on Instagram at Caritas Company and www.caritascompany.com. And where else? And like, we'll have all these links know. in the show notes mm -hmm. on the blog. Yeah on the podcast everywhere so you guys can click and find that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but so that's your main main points of contact for me. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I had a thank blast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Let me, you guys, so leave good. a comment, leave a review. We want to know what you learned from this episode, what your favorite thing was, and obviously subscribe because I'm going to be bringing more of these amazing episodes to you. So thank you guys for listening in, for watching if you're on YouTube. Thank you. We'll see you next time. See you soon. Bye.